What's up, everybody? This is your boy Marcus Mooney, aka Moon the Poet. And I'm your man, Professor Q. Welcome to Join Air. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? Y'all know what it is. Another episode of Join Edge. Look, we had a little hiatus, but you know I got my boy Professor Q back with me, as always. Building. Your boy, Moon. Listen, it's been a hiatus because y'all know what we did. We had, what was it, uh, Christmas, New Year's, <laughs> all that. Happy 2024 to, to the listening audience out there. Uh, hopefully, it's been a good one for you so far. A safe transition from 23 to 24. And um, yeah, many blessings hopefully coming your way as well. Uh, but we know how the most high do. We know when you lined up with him and we rocking and rolling in the kingdom, no matter what year it is. Yes, sir. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Long as he on the, the throne. Yes, what? sir. It's, always. Hey, that's how he do. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, we back here again. Um, another year. Uh, ready to go with the Join Airs podcast, man. It's been exciting, especially at our church, but everywhere, you know, really for the kingdom. It's been pretty exciting. What'd you say, bro? Oh, yeah, man. A lot going on. We had, like you said, at the church, we had so much going on. And just like just like Pastor was talking today, you know, we a church that we we are actually the church. Yeah. So we always got things going on. Facts. If y'all don't know me and my bro, we spoke on last Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, man, that was awesome, man. Yeah. That was a great experience. That so, was a great experience. Yeah, a lot of things going forward for, uh, for 2024 that I'm looking forward to. Most bro. definitely, most definitely, man. And you did your thing too, bro. Oh, you did too, man. man it was nice, man. It was real nice, man. And, and, and I love collaborating with my brothers in ministry. You know what I'm saying? like. At times when we doing this podcast, even when pastor jump in there with us, you know what I mean? I, I just love it, you know, because it shows that brothers can be like-minded in the kingdom. Like the thing about it is we didn't we didn't really get together and compare notes. Like right, we yeah. talked about what we're going to talk about, of course, so that we would be on one accord. And it's something how God allowed him to come from one perspective, me to come from the other perspective. And it just jailed in for one um, unique and very dynamic message um, that God was able to move. And we had feedback from people that God moved, you know right, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And that's important, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I think we got a lot of great, awesome speakers and, and we're not even trying to boast ourselves. Of the yeah, media. right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think it's some guys blow blow people out the water out here. They can talk all day, circles around you, as yeah. they say. But when what you're looking for is the evidence of the spirit moving. And that's why it's so serious for us. Because if God's not in it, what's the point? Yeah, ain't no point in it. Like, I mean, if he ain't in it, you basically out here just doing it for yourself. Right, like, facts. And man, that was so dope, though. Like it, like he said, I, I had people coming and telling me, like, that was, you know, y'all did such an awesome job. And I, hopefully we'll get another chance to get up there. And just the fact that how, you know, Pastor presented it to us, that like, we gonna get up there together. Yeah. And that like he was like, you know, that's something I ain't really seen that. You know what I'm saying? Facts, but but facts. like that, it was dope, man. It was mad dope, man. And so, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to um what the kingdom has in store for us in 2024. Yes, sir. And uh and already God is kicking things off. Um, and the enemy is busy too. Uh, and we know if the enemy is busy, then, you know, God got all the answers, but then also uh, the power is in the kingdom. So right. that's one of the things that we really want to lean on when it comes to the podcast. But everything that we do, we want to make sure that people understand that we have the power. We have the authority. The one that did all this is the one that we represent and he's the one that's backing us. Right. You know what I'm saying? If we're all working for the same company, and we have the backing of the CEO, what else is there? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Unlimited resources. Unlimited, like, you know? And I think while you were saying that, I, I immediately thought about Paul when he said, you know, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is living in us. It's you know living. That resurrection power. Right. So we got, we got this power, we got the Holy Spirit working in us that so much that we can, we can do anything that he want us to do. You know what I'm saying? Like Thanks. not talking stuff outside his will, but like, you know, anything that, for example, myself, like I, I, I'm not a great speaker. I don't think, but like when I, you know, I prayed, I get up there yes. and then it's just like, it's something different. It's not me. Facts. It's just the Holy spirit. Just cause like I said, I was about, about I was about nervous. I'm about to, <laughs> <laughs> But I thought I was gonna have to go home. I was about to get sick, but I was had the like, bubble guts yeah. over there, y'all. I like, bro, it's good. You good, man? You done did the work. Like now it's the Holy Spirit turn. You know, right. you, you know what I mean. And I, but I love it, man. You know what I'm saying? I do. Like I said, I can't say that enough because 
why, like the motivation of the why that we do what we do. You know, even the reason why I get out of bed every morning, like honestly, my motivation is so God-centered at this point in my life. And it's because he is everything. And I think when you get to that place, like stuff gets hits different. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I see yeah. issues. You know what I mean? We, we run into our share of, of difficulties and stuff like that. Um, but the stuff just hits different, you know, um, because I know who's in charge and I, and I know where, where, where my, you know, I know where my faith lies at yes, the sir. end of the day, yes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and he got me. And if I don't understand it right off, He'll help me understand, right. it, you he know, know. Yeah, he you know, get you through it. He'll yeah. get us through it every exactly. single time. And we want, <clears throat> we want to make sure that you have that same uh, authority working in your life. And if it's not quite there, it's very simple. Like, it's just making your mind up that you're going to allow God to do what he does and just freely move and work in your life. And chances are, just like where I was at one point, and I'm sure bro as well, like there might be things in your life that's in the way because right. you've elevated them to a spot where they don't belong. Right. It's easy to do. That's not even a criticism, honestly, man. I'm just, I'm, in real talk, it's easy to do. Matter of fact, the maintenance of this thing means that I have to renew my mind daily to yeah, make yep. sure that I don't allow something to elevate itself in a place where it doesn't belong because God should be first and foremost in the head of everything. And then if he is, then everything else will flow underneath him. Um, but I know what that struggle is like when you're dealing with things, whether it be in your flesh or in your past or, or you know, just dealing with people, church even sometimes, yeah, whatever yeah. the case may be. Um, but that's why we're here, man, because we want to talk about the many, many things that men in particular deal with, but just people in the kingdom period oh, yeah. and, uh, and how we can elevate God to his proper position. And how we can utilize his power. But anyway, that's enough. I think we done intro it enough, bro. <laughs> we got some heavy hitting stuff starting off 2024. Uh, what we got for him, bro? So, well, today, well, it's kind of a topic we've been discussing. And it's but kind of going back to what you were saying right there at the end. Like, something we both talked about that we had a little struggle with. Or maybe just maturing through it or whatever yeah. you want to say, however you want to phrase it. But, like the influence of hip hop oh, on the culture, Ooh. but not only the culture, but like the church as well. Yes. And how it's counterintuitive or counterproductive to righteousness in the church and the kingdom of God. So that, that's the subject we want to touch on today. That thing deep. And uh, yeah, speaking of, you know, uh, I don't know if y'all heard of this little fella, little RT, he's a rapper out of Atlanta. First of all, I'm, I'm mad. <laughs> like, I guess I need to understand. <laughs> RT must be initials or something, <laughs> you know, and, and oh man, little RT. Little RT, yeah. yeah. I, and we can't blame him. Because no, it ain't he, his yeah, fault. Yeah, he's a child. He's a child. So, yeah, by the way, if you don't know, he like, he's supposedly, yeah, well, allegedly he's nine years old. Mm. So, but if you haven't heard him or heard of him, you know, you can go on YouTube and find him. But I, I'm going to warn you, it's, you don't want your kids around when nah. you listen to it or anything like that. It's, it's definitely it's, adult it's, content. Yeah. It, oh, he is a child. Yeah, he's but a it's child. adult content. That yeah. part. But uh, yeah, I first seen him on. You know, I check out Candace Owens. You know, she got her own little news podcast. So I first caught it on there. Got a little wind of it, and man, I was like, "This is." I mean, it just really blew my mind, bro. Like I'm like this little guy, and did but the people around him. You know, that's really the issue. And then so you know. As we looking at that, we got to look at the influence that hip hop has on the black community. And, Period. You know, the culture, how it, how it pushes uh, the agendas and all this and that, you know. Mm -hmm. So that, that's where we coming from today. But uh, just to start out, though, to make, you know, we ain't going to be all one sided. So because like we both come from a hip hop background. Facts. So that's one thing that we got in common. We talk about a lot. So, you know, I was I grew up hip hop. I grew up, you know, on. You know, the Tupacs, the Biggies, Nas's, Wu-Tang, yep. Yep. Uh, Cash Money, yep. No Limit. All you know, pretty them. much everybody. Dr. Dre, Snoop, yep. all, you know what I'm saying? But coming from that and then coming to a commitment in Christ, it, it, came, up, it came to a point to where I had to mature. And I saw, you know, as I, the more I got into the word, more I got the Bible in me. I saw the unrighteousness in the hip-hop music. Facts. So, and I know how much of a struggle that is. 
when you're under that influence because i mean i'll be honest man when i first became a believer like i still had pop i still had woo yeah i mean i'm talking about heavy rotation heavy. like yeah. i still was rolling to <laughs> matter of fact to be honest, my my CD player saying my age a little bit. My uh my CD player <laughs> ain't changed. Young like, kids ain't gonna you know what I'm saying? <laughs> CD player, what do you mean? He's, he's what are you talking about? But yeah, I man, listen, my car sounds. Let me just put there it you that go. Way. Yeah, my, yeah. my car sounds ain't changed. You know what I mean? Like they didn't. Um, for years, I'll be honest. You yeah. know, um, for years they didn't change because. I had been so heavily under the influence much, of, of that hip hop culture. Like you said, um, it had definitely become a way of life for me. And because it was a way of life for me, like I made sure that um, everything I did was, was, I mean, it was definitely in alignment with what I saw on television, mm -hmm. what the world told me was successful right. as far as hip hop, yep. you know, um, and I tried to put a biblical spin on it. I tried to put a godly twist on it you know, because I was starting to see things from a biblical standpoint. And so the two worlds that I was trying to mesh, they could not clash no greater than any two worlds. Like, yeah, I like but that. I was trying my best. <laughs> I was trying my darndest, as they say, uh, to make those things work. But there was no way for them to work. There was no way for them to work together because they're just two opposite ends of the spectrum right. because hip hop was not created to glorify God, right. you know, Rap, poetry, any gift and talent that we have can be utilized to glorify God. God there gave go. it to there us to bring him glory. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I think, where we mix it up sometimes mm -hmm. is because we want to throw the baby with the bathwater, throw the baby away yeah. with the bathwater, yeah. as they say. Um, the devil not out here giving people the gift of rap and poetry and to be able to put lyrics and beats together. The devil ain't out here giving people gifts. <laughs> he just ain't doing it. What he's doing, though, is create. he's created uh, a manipulation um and and this whole this whole mindset behind what what to do with hip hop and then what it looks like as far as success and we're chasing that right. and that's the problem instead of chasing the creator that gave us the gifts we're chasing what the gift can give us from a a counterfeit that's out here just uh, he off the dirt <laughs> yeah he just doing you know everything that he want to do everything and I like how you said the clash between the two because. Hip hop is a culture. It is. And then Christian is a culture too, yeah. also. Yeah. So, but the difference is one is light, one is dark. And um, you know, I I like how you said, you know, when you went because like I I same way, I I would leave church <laughs> and pump some hip hop. Like I don't even know, I don't even remember what the sermon was about or nothing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm gonna pop in with music, the CD, whatever it be, MP3 player. And uh, I'm like, everything they saying is is complete contradiction. Well, mm -hmm. Not everything, but like- uh, Most of it. Yeah, majority of <laughs> it. Because like you said too, it's some good rappers. It like is. It's, it's, and just like I would say this, a good example, money. Money is neutral. Mm -hmm. You can use it for good or, or bad. Right. It's a tool, a right. resource. Right. Yeah. So the same thing with talents and mm -hmm. gifts, mm -hmm. music, you can use it for evil. You can use it for righteousness. Facts. And, uh, but- like you said, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a clash, and it's gonna come to a a head at some point to mm -hmm. where unless you just completely blind, like like unless somebody just in the dark and they just fooling themselves, deceiving themselves, thinking Facts. that they something. But if you're a, a maturing, growing Christian, you're gonna be like, man, hold up, now something ain't right. Holy Spirit gonna be nudging you, be like, come on now, you know, man. you know, you know better than what you're listening to. Because mm -hmm. one of my things is the the hypocrisy of it, like. How can I say like, a, I use this example now since, you know, the Black Lives Matter and all that. So you mean to tell me Black Lives Matter, but they don't matter when your, when the rappers not rap. They, they rapping like they don't matter. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? They matter. Oh, they matter until, when you want them to Yeah, matter. when you want them to matter. So when the, when the rapper out here talking about killing his own people that look like him, selling drugs to him, doing all this and the top, degrading his own women that look like, you know, his same race. Ain't a problem with that. No, they problem. don't matter then. The light, the light. Oh, it's just entertainment. That's, then. that's all it is. Yeah, it's, it's just, just entertainment. entertainment. So, but when you line it up with scripture or you compare it to scripture, you know, it's the 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 good and evil gonna get, you know, it's gonna be separated. Mm -hmm. This and that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're taking me back to Sunday, man, because or well, last Sunday, yeah. because the thing about it was 
that that what the Lord showed me about how the world, which everybody that knows, they see it is very plain and clear. The world moves the goalposts. They change yep. the game in the middle that. of the game. Yeah, I love when you so you never can now. win with the world. Right. Like you can't win. They they always changing the rules. They always changing what something means or what it what it, you know what it, what advantage is is good and bad and all these different things. Like you can never have the upper hand on the world right. when it comes to the system of the world. Like and that's and because it's based. Based on sin, which which you know feeds the flesh, and the Bible tells us the flesh is never satisfied. So how can something that's never satisfied have an end game? Right. How can it have an end goal where you win? You never win. <laughs> it's never satisfied. <laughs> like imagine if you are dating somebody, you know, and and I'll just keep it real. If you, if you're a man, you with a woman. If you're a woman, you with a man. That's the way we see it right. in the kingdom. But you're dating the opposite sex. You're with somebody. And they're never satisfied with you. <laughs> Everything you wear, it's not good enough. They'll like it for a little bit, and then they'll come back around and say, I don't like that shirt no more. Why are you wearing that shirt? <laughs> Dang, you just told me to like the shirt I had before. When I put this one on, you said you like it. Now you don't like it. Yeah, well, I don't like that one no more. Get another shirt. Right. How many shirts you going to go through? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the world. That's how they do. They will make you feel like they've accepted you. For a little while, mm -hmm. you know, you play the game, but then they're always looking to replace you if need be, because it's all about them. It's all about the, the kingdom of darkness. It's all about the enemy. It's all about what the world can get out of you. It's never really about you. Right. And we are serving a God that this world is trying to diss and dismiss. Right. Who yeah. says this? I sent my only begotten son that he may die for you. I did mm. all this for you. When I made you, I had you in mind. <laughs> yeah, right. When I made you, you know what Before I'm saying? Before you even knew Be you were stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before you can even make the mistakes that I knew you was going to make. I made a way for you, you know, to overcome. But then also all the things that the world wants to manipulate. I created those things for goodness. Yep. Not to be stressful in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like there were times where when I, like I said, first got into, into the church and, and, you know, well, let me put it this way. I first got saved and then I really started to allow God to work on my heart because there was two different yeah. instances, if I be real. Yeah, I like to call it when I committed. There so, you go. Yeah, like, there you go. Yeah, a lot of people go and say they want to be saved. Yeah. It ain't no true commitment to it. Then, right. then, do you got, but you know, you, you come to that point where you truly commit or you just go back to what you was doing. So Yeah, and it yeah. hit different. You know what I'm saying? When you make that commitment, it hit different. And I finally made that commitment. You know what I'm saying? Myself, I made that commitment. I said, okay, this is what I'm about to do. I'm about to really commit myself to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm going to change my atmosphere, like the things that I had going on in my atmosphere. And one of the big things in my atmosphere was music. Mm -hmm. Music was a big thing in my atmosphere. And, um, and what the thing about music like like we were talking about hip hop was so pertinent for me like it was the it was the thing that helped to give me an identity at that time right, yeah. because god had given me a gift and amongst my peers my gift was what gave me acceptance it was that and it was i could play basketball a little bit enough to where i was able to kind of step on the court with certain people and and you know at least gain some respect mm -hmm. and the same thing with other sports like you know i played i played everything just good enough i wasn't no superior athlete i had to work hard just to do that but it gave me a little bit of respect but especially when it came to music and hip hop because Poetry just came naturally. God gave me that as a gift. So I leaned on it really, mm. really heavy. You know, I needed to know what was the latest songs out and, you know, and, and what was the hottest verses. I needed to know what was popping on the underground. So I had CDs once again. Uh, <laughs> I had to get the underground stuff, like not just the stuff that was playing on the radio. Yes, y'all, we used to have to rely on the radio <laughs> to, to tell us what the, the yeah. new music was. Wasn't no streaming. And Wasn't no streaming or none of that. And, you know, <laughs> Maybe you we know, had to record it on the tape back in the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait for it to come on the radio, record it on the tape. Yeah. You got to be sitting there all waiting for that waiting one, that one song. song. Yeah, yeah. And you, if you're real smart, you get that rotation down. You're like, okay, they play this uh, one right around this time. I'm be ready. And you hate it when you go too long and it's then the, the DJ mess around and, and interrupt the song. Ah, oh, dang, you messed it up. But yeah, that's how yeah, we yeah. just had to do. But yeah, so so you know, my rotation was 
that like that was my part of my identity was I had to have the music I had to be up on it and then I had to flow like the world you know what I'm saying like I couldn't just have my own identity with my own gift I had to flow like the world so that I could be accepted you know mm. what I mean and that's what it was so it was a struggle for me when I transitioned and God you know began to really you know come to my heart because I made that commitment um, to the point to where I would throw my CDs away when I got to this point, finally, um, because I just was so disgusted by the music. I would throw the CDs away and then I'd go back and buy something else. <laughs> <Go back laughs> <laughs> like for real, this was a struggle for me, right? Because it was so embedded in my in right. who I was, it was in yep. my DNA, yep, yep. you know what I mean? And so I'd go for a little while, I'd try to listen to, and at that point we didn't have as many options on the gospel end as we do now. Yeah. We got a whole lot, and the access too. Like there were guys on the West Coast that I didn't hear for years because I wasn't on the West Coast. Right. I was on the East Coast, you know? So it was only a few guys that was really quote unquote mainstream you know everybody else you had to find them you right. know and uh they had what was a grapevine a grape tree golly I, somebody had to look that up for, for me the, for, the for, the, for the christian rap oh i don't know i got it was, it, I got it was old around late but yeah you know what I'm man saying? i'm I, telling you i'm talking about these are one of the first ones that really was getting on the map yeah. as far as they, they had a um they had a record label i want to say it was grape tree or grapevine i'm gonna look it up uh, and figure yeah, that out but yeah. anyway back back in the day going way back and um and i found some of those guys but i still had this taste that, in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know that what desire mean? for the just stuff. Like you said, it's embedded. Like when, and that's part of like that's one of the issues I see with the with with the music in our community, black community and the culture. Like it gets so that's why when people say it's just entertainment, no, it's not, because it gets in you. And this becomes who you are, Facts. who you strive to be. Facts. Or in some some shape and form, it's what you want to be. Yeah. Even if you're not really out committing the acts to everything they say, but it influences you just like a mentor, just like a father figure and struck like these rappers become the father figures yeah. or the or the big brother that the kid listening to to the say influence. right the influence to do this or do that. Mm -hmm. Like I can remember when I used to listen to certain rappers and they talking about shooting people and all that. And I ain't never tried to be no street dude a game banger. But still other stuff they would say far as like the dress code and even just the language yeah. like we want yeah. you want to pick up on the language you want everything that they do that becomes popular you want to be that yeah. you know what i'm saying some shape or form and then uh just you know in looking at it today with the kids the way they pushing they pushing and one one of the things i want to try to get to was like what do you think like the state of it is right now like we know how hip hop started. Right, right. Right. It started out positive. Right, right. And then it moved at some point. They moved the goalpost. Right. Yeah, like you said, <laughs> they moved. Y'all in the red zone. We gonna lie about yeah. that, that love that what you use this uh Sunday, Sunday. They, they we gonna move, we gonna move the field goalpost back that way so they can't <laughs> they score can't right score. there. So we're gonna keep moving it back, moving it back every time they get in position. Yeah. But like it's they're they're pushing all the negativity. They're pushing the wrong people. Like, we know it's some positive rappers out now. Well, facts. But they not going to get radio play. The Christian rappers definitely not going to get no radio play. Man. Because it's who they want you to be influenced by. So that comes with the culture of, I can't remember who who the quote come from, but uh, I know my mentor said a lot. He say, uh, he who controls the culture controls the mind. Ooh. So, so like, people got to really sit down and think about who's really... <sighs> Who controlling the culture? The culture. Right. That's fact. So whoever controlling that got you up here. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's, I mean, there ain't no way around that. No, no way around it at all. Like, this thing was such a struggle for me that I literally had to admit that I had a problem. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. Like, I had a God used a, a man of God. Um, shout out uh, Minister Paris. I don't know if you, if you ever see this, bro. Um, I thank God for you and when he sent you in my life. Crazy thing about it was he was a minister at a church that I was at. And um, the brother played tennis. 
And where I'm from, brothers don't no play, play tennis. tennis. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just keep it real. Like, we we were, I think it was one of them on the tennis team, and he kind of was real light-skinned. So, you know, we were like, well, he kind of looked like it, them too. Uh, you know, you know, Caucasian, uh, you know, and it's not a diss at yeah. all. I'm just saying, like, just that's how we see. was. That's just how we was. We we didn't play tennis, you know. And so I, I saw this brother playing tennis. And, I mean, he played basketball really good, and me and him played, played together. We used to have little shoot shooting contest because he could really shoot the ball too and then and then one day he was like yeah i'm about to go out here and play tennis i'm like tennis <laughs> i couldn't believe it and so you know that's kind of how he and our relationship really got to another level because we went from just going to church together and playing ball sometime to him becoming like a teacher and a mentor because i wanted to learn how to play tennis, tennis yeah i'm like once i saw him out there i'm like wait a minute oh, you nice. know <laughs> and i love a challenge yeah, you know what yeah. i mean so i'm like yo let's play tennis yeah. teach me how to do this you know so he started teaching me and we would have conversations after tennis you know and uh and one of the conversations we got on one day was music and uh, and this was one of the times where I threw all the CDs out of my car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he made such a great, he made great valid points about what you just said, the battlefield of the mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If if your thought life is is controlled by something other than and and I and I'll say this when I say controlled I mean influenced guided by right, um yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying I, anything other than God then that becomes the god of your life right. I'm just being 100% real I don't care how much you go to church I don't care how much you call yourself reading studying and praying if you have anything like we said in the beginning if you have anything else elevated above God that is an idol in your life that you are placing as God in your life and you're giving it more authority than it deserves mm -hmm. and you're giving it more authority honestly than it can handle All right just being real you know what I'm saying because it's it doesn't have a heaven or hell to put you in but it can definitely lead you yeah. away from one and into you know towards the other and so um when when we start having these these conversations man he started having me think about my thought life mm -hmm. and what what I was trying to do with music because I had Wu-Tang and Pac and Nas and you know I like quote unquote deeper thinkers you know what I'm saying uh, it was a couple <clears throat> other MCs um, golly I, I can't go back in my mind if I'm getting too old <laughs> to go back but uh, Arrested Development they mm -hmm. had a couple joints and then I became a big Lauren Hill fan now Lauren Hill actually did translate a little bit better than a lot of the other ones because once she had a certain experience in her life I could see God working on her and um and but a lot of the other ones when i really started allowing god to use my mind and really show me things spiritually i was like these brothers and sisters confused out here yeah. <laughs> like they really what you really getting is their feelings and emotions about everything right their their upbringing what people did for them didn't do for them mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm just sitting around listening to everybody complain <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. and that's basically what they're doing like they're getting their feelings off but because i could resonate because some of it resonated with me because of where i came from um, yeah then that's what was happening. It's like you got people that are your friends and y'all sitting around talking. And because you have certain things in common, you rocking with them, even right. though at the core, y'all two totally different people, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what was happening. <laughs> These people was guiding my life and God was sitting there like, man, you're being led by people that at the end of the day, they don't know nothing about you compared to me. Right. I know everything about you. I know your your construct from inside out on a molecular level yeah and you're following people that have their own issues they have their own uh shortcomings and these are the people that you're choosing to follow because you're listening to them and they're guiding you through their thoughts their opinions their swag if you will right, right. and all that stuff right. you know what i'm saying and that's what that brother really got used him to help me see that for myself and say okay I don't need this in my life. I need more of God. You know what I'm saying? That's real talk. You know what yeah. I mean? Real talk. So I know how much of a struggle that it can be when it comes to hip hop. And I know how how embedded that influence can be. Mm -hmm. um, and then we saw a major shift, you know, um, here lately, like you said, from not the little uh, RT brother, but uh, it was something else you were saying uh, before we started. Um, I guess it's in the process, in the works. I don't know if we can call it a major shift yet. Uh, little Nas X. Oh, Little Nas X, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, 
I mean, I don't know if everybody <laughs> follow him or whatever, but he he don't mind being in the headlines. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, my wife was showing me. Well, I already had seen a little snippet of it on YouTube or mm-hmm. whatever. But like, he supposedly he he done turned a new leaf on life. So he he's claiming he's professing to be Christian now. Mm. But you know. Like you said earlier, I got to sit back and watch because yeah, it ain't, yeah. you know, it ain't judgment. It's just that I need to see, you know, like we, matter of fact, we was talking about this in um in um, Sunday school this morning with the kids about how, you know, it's not judgment, but I need to see some maturity. I need mm-hmm. to see some growth. I need to see somebody, you know, I need to see him living out the scripture yeah. before he can just jump up and say, oh, I'm a Christian now. And he claiming he about to go to seminary and get a, you know, degree in theology. And he just made a drop the song called J. Christ in the video. He, I don't know if he's portraying himself as Jesus or yeah. I seen one part where he's part in the Red Sea. So if that's, it's about J. Christ and he part in the Red Sea. So he already, theologically, he already <laughs> messed up. So up. are you Moses or well, Jesus? Which one? Like. See, this is this is the importance of having mentors, right? You know, when it comes to the faith, um, because it's it's not that we're trying to be negative and say little Nas X can't get saved and turn around and um and start serving the Lord. That's exactly what we want. Yeah, that's what we want. Yeah. Um, the problem though lies in this: if you don't have the proper guidance in a transitional phase, you can begin to do stuff out of your zeal. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's real, like because I'm gonna be honest, I did a lot of stuff out of excitement right. that was just error. Yeah, but I was excited and I just didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And I it took people like our pastor, who at the time was my mentor, and others that God had in my life, even my father at the time, my dad. You know, they said, hey, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> hey, bro, that yeah, sound good, little fella, but wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> you, move a little, you too move fast. little too fast. Yeah, yeah. You got to understand some things right. first. God needs to elevate your your mindset, you know, um, and get your understanding on a certain level and your faith right. so that you can be able to understand what, what you're feeling and what you're dealing with. Because the feeling is overwhelming. It's a great feeling yes. when you truly transition over to the Lord and you really allow God to come to your heart. It's it's awesome. There's nothing, nothing like it. Um, but it's almost like getting a, an adrenaline shot too, mm-hmm. you know, and, and automatically you just want to, I told people this all the time. We talked about it on other podcasts. I, I had a cape, spiritual cape. Nobody else could see it but me, but I knew it was there. <laughs> I would throw that thing on and go rescue somebody or something in a heartbeat. And we should go get my head toe up because what it was, was I was excited that right. I was saved and I wanted everybody Body, else yep, to be yep, saved. Yep. But I wasn't thinking about stuff like, hey, that's a female. You shouldn't go over there alone right, by yourself. Right. No matter what time of day it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't let your good be evil spoken of. Uh, you know, Pastor Ricky turned that into a Pastor Ricky-ism back in the day <laughs> um, because he used to utilize it in, in context with, you know, us making choices and decisions in our young lives. And he's like, you cannot let your good be evil spoken of and uh and i just didn't understand it because i'm like it's good how can it be evil spoken of until i did some good that got evil spoken of because people didn't understand what i understood the details you know and so god showed me this is why you have to be covered Mm -hmm. you know you have to be covered you have to be held accountable these are things that you need when you're transitioning right. into the faith. So it's not that we're saying that little Nas X can't um, all of a sudden have a transition in his life. But if he's doing music and videos and songs and things um, because of his transition, he hasn't had time to be right. mentored right. on what to do and what not to do. Dude, you were just um, doing lap dances on the on, on the, the devil. devil yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just was having shoes that was blasphemous with, with all kinds of different uh, demonic stuff behind it and symbolism and all that stuff right so yeah i would like for you to take the time and whoever's behind him take the time to say man listen let's soak up god mm-hmm. for a little bit let's let him transition you out of some things right and deal with your heart and your mind brother you was in that thing deep yeah let God work on you, bro and then when you come out of that phase now you can use that zeal Coupled with this newness in Christ and this and this elevation of your mind and your heart and your spirit concerning his word and his will for your life. Now you can use that right, to yeah. produce some stuff. Right. That's 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 God's will. You know what I'm saying? And that's all we are saying right there. Pump the brakes, bro. Yeah, because yeah, cause the 
all the other little shenanigans, like, I got me on my, you know, like, pump the brakes because I, I want to see if this is just another gimmick. Yeah. Or is it, like you say, is it real? If it's real, like you saying, he has to go through a process to where even him coming out of the lifestyle that he's supposedly done gave up, he got to go through a process because if he don't, he liable to hurt somebody else or mislead somebody else. Like, he got a huge platform. Yeah. So, like, and then even even to go deeper. So now if you really are a Christian, how are you making Christ look when you double back? And, like, uh, so, you know what I'm saying? We just mm-hmm. we just going to have to see yeah. what's going on because yeah. I'm not just going to jump out. That's even with Kanye, too. Like, we was talking about this early, like, because, you know, he done, he supposedly. Transitioned back and forth. Yeah, back he's and back forth. and forth. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why I was telling my wife them this morning. Like, he be on a podcast <laughs> cussing and going, you know, just talking crazy. Then I see him somewhere at a church. Like, mm-hmm. which just because he's famous don't mean you put him out there because he's a babe in Christ. And listen, don't give me Paul's testimony. Unless you done walked around blind for three days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I'm saying? Unless God has had, I'm talking about an extraordinary experience with you, which is possible. Yeah. But unless something like that is taking place, like this is this is what we're talking about is the reality of the situation. Like I told you, I got saved. I really did. I really allowed God to come into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I struggled with things that was already there for years. Right. <laughs> like it wasn't a day or so, a week or so, a month. I'm talking about years right. that I struggled with getting things out of my system. Because first of all, it was allowing God to come in, but then also allowing him to come in and then also deal with me on that level when right. it comes to certain things. He had to use people in different points to, um, in my life. Once again, mentors, mm-hmm. people that already had been down certain roads to see, oh, I see you on that street, bro. Right. Yeah, man, you're going the wrong you way. About to walk off <laughs> on the cliff. You feel me? You feel me? Yeah. You're going the wrong <laughs> way. Boy, hey, but I'm telling you, you confident. <laughs> You got your headlights on, your seatbelt buckled up, but boy, you going the wrong way. You know what I mean? But I I love God for that. And so because I love him so much and I know what he can do when we allow him to, when I see brothers and sisters coming to the faith, that's the first thing that I want for them is to have that time of growth, that time of transition once again. Um, You know what I'm saying? It can be a a Paul testimony. You know, it really can. Um, But even that has its layers even that has its mm-hmm. once again transition period where certain things have to take place and your mindset has to be changed right. you know paul went from crucifying mm-hmm. and uh well i say crucifying but persecuting, uh, persecuting yeah. is the right word thank you brother yeah, persecuting yeah. christians and um and just being a tyrant when it came to people of faith to actually becoming uh one of the greatest leaders yeah. uh that the church has ever seen right. that the faith has ever seen um and the reason why uh you know as as far as the word gentile meaning all others outside of God's chosen people, that's the reason why that that took place at a high level because God used Paul, right. you know, and many others as well yeah. in the faith, but especially him when you read the New Testament. So, it, it, you know, to have that is important. Mm-hmm. We need little Nas X to really be saved. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. That'd yeah. be wonderful. Yeah. We need Kanye to really be consistent. Um, I think that he's had an experience with God. Just some of the things that he said, I'm like, that don't even sound like he just went somewhere and made that up. I think he had an experience yeah, with yeah, God. Yeah. But you need to, you know, uh, I t- <laughs> God gave me a message years ago, let the perm take. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I don't want to get into the whole story, but you know, you know, uh, there was a person that I knew that put a perm in and like they took the hat off and the top part looked, you know, like them brothers back in the day, back in the day, all like, ooh. But then at the bottom, it was like, whoa, bro, you didn't let that thing hit all the way to the root, did you? Good gracious, but that's a hot mess on your head, boy, your head like a pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, pork and pie that thing look crazy. But you know, you got you got to let the protect like meaning you got to really let God get all the way in there, right. all the way through, all the way in, all the way up in there. You know, and let him straighten it all out. And once he does, then you know you become the vessel that he can use and trust to then go out 
and um and and lead others yeah, and you won't evangelize yeah right yeah. and i like how you were saying about you know how you use yourself as an example uh but like in your transition in your struggle whatever you want to call it you wasn't making no podcast no <laughs> you no you know you weren't <laughs> preaching you uh, weren't teaching uh, because you can't like we can't just be thrown out when we that young in the faith. Like Facts. And like we saying, they have a huge platform. Mm -hmm. And then they got other people looking at them and say, okay, oh, they're a Christian now. So now I'm watching them. Mm -hmm. So soon, you know, they waiting. Like you said last week on stage, they waiting for the slip up. They waiting. They waiting they for waiting. it. So when, and I like how you were saying too about, uh, you know, how you had that zeal, that passion when you first got it. I, I used something similar to happen to me. But it was like it was like maybe year, a few years after I really committed. Mm -hmm. But I was so eager to do, just trying to make a difference in right. the church. Right. That you know I ended up doing stuff that I shouldn't have done, and this was me thinking it was good. But God put a pause on it, and he, you know, and and the more I thought about it, and I look back on, it, I was like, wow, he was showing me stuff that's telling me not to do this. But I was just so eager to do it thinking I'm doing something right, right or good right. that even becoming a yes man, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, if God don't want no yes man. No, he don't. He do, he do he not does want not. no yes man. He does not. He wants you to really discern. He wants you to pray. He wants you to have a purpose in whatever you're doing so you can really affect people for the kingdom. And when we say God don't want no yes man, like, we're talking about he don't want nobody that's just saying yes because they don't want to be, they want all the benefits. You right. know, like, a, ah, I got to choose my words wisely. <laughs> Um, you know, I just be I to keep like you know a a backside kisser. <laughs> Try to clean up the that's, best way I can. Yeah, that'll you know, work. That'll that's work. because he don't need that. <laughs> right. God has all the glory. It's all His. We supposed to give it to Him, but He don't. There's nothing that we we can't create glory to give to Him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you can lift another person up, and you can be a backside kisser and make them feel good, you know, about themselves or whatever like that. That's not how God operates. He wants you to say yes and mean your yes, but he don't want you saying yes because you think that's what, what he wants you, what, what he wants to hear from you, you know? Oh yeah, this is what God want me to hear, want, want to hear from me. So that's what I'm going to say. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's how I'm going to do. That's how we do in the church when we trying to trick people. Right. We get in there and we like, oh yeah, I'm going to dress a certain way and I'm going to look the part and I'm going to sound the part, but really my heart is going to be somewhere else to get whatever I can get. Mm -hmm. You can't do God like that. He already <laughs> see through us. So he wants your yes to be a real yes, yes right. with your chest stuck right. out like, yes, all day, Lord, yeah. this is real for me and this is really what I want to do when it comes to you. You know what I mean? I'm not just doing this as a facade. I'm not just doing this so the world can see me as saved. That get on my nerves too, yeah, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? You, you going to some more territory yeah, about for hey, another episode. You know I mean? But like, I just thinking about how, you know, a lot of this stuff going on in the church we seeing on social media, mm. this, you know, ah. you know what's going on. But like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's people there that are yes men that won't say something about it. You Facts. know what I'm saying? Facts. Because they not going to listen to the outside because mm -mm. they so high up. But if somebody <laughs> was right there with you and they know better than this and they say something, then yeah, they, yeah, I think that will have more of an impact or influence. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, getting back to uh, the hip hop. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, what was the biggest, um, I would say, I guess, experience, positive or negative, mm -hmm. that like hip hop had on you? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh brother. All right, so let me let me try to let me try to go there real quick. Um, biggest biggest impact. Um, Let's start with the negative, I guess. Um, what I didn't realize that hip hop was doing to me was I didn't realize that hip hop, once again, was form formulating a part of my identity um, that kind of, to be honest, it kind of had rebellion attached to it mm -hmm. to where, um, you know, and, and, and the lust factor. Like I had, mm -hmm. I have lust in my DNA from just generational curses. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I I didn't need hip hop, you know. You know I, you know what I'm saying. Uh, no, they nothing to get started. It was in there. It's like Ragu, it was in there. You know, I woke up one day. I was like, "What's that?" And then, you know, the you know the 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 enemy and sin in, in my life it started to pro progress. Mm -hmm. You know, to the point to where I really had some some demons that I was battling, and hip hop confirm those demons and and started to make them even stronger mm -hmm. um you know because the 
a big part of hip hop, this its imagery and everything is lustful. Right. A big part of it right. is that because that's something that really can get you caught up and then have you go to <laughs> to a point to where you've done so many things now that you don't even feel savable. You don't even feel lovable. You know, that's how far down the road you can go with lust. And I had some experiences with, with hip hop that took me down that road even further. And I already was struggling with it. And then mm -hmm. on top of that, like I say, just kind of like that rebellion, like, oh man, don't let me show up somewhere at a church and think I know more than what the pastor's saying. Mm -hmm. I had that type of spirit about me, like, because hip hop had done that to me. Like I walk in there like, bro, man, what you talking about? I know, <laughs> I know scripture, you know what I'm saying? I know revelation. And uh, and it's funny too because uh, just like a quick funny story, that's how uh, Pastor Ricky and I met. Yeah. Um. You know, I was first of all the whole hip hop thing. You know, uh, God is good because He knew what would get me. He said, "Okay, I see this. He on that hip hop thing, and then he these girls got him. So let me set him right on up <laughs> to run into the right yeah. one. You know what I mean? I'm about to put some insert somebody in your life to help save you, brother, because you just you're struggling. You know what I mean? And I be to your point earlier. I wasn't necessarily doing podcasts and stuff, but I had I had groups. We we did we was doing trying to do ministry, mm. and um and I was in my heart trying to be right, but I had my struggles. You know what I'm saying? And God was still using us, but nowhere near how we could be used. And the only reason I feel like He was using us was because He's so good that He can do that. Right, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like yeah. honestly, yeah. it wasn't us; it was Him. <laughs> you know, but He was working on us too. And um and so there there was a concert that was happening where it was Christian music and artists and and it was supposed to be a hip hop artist that was with um golly the ghetto boys i think he was with the ghetto boys back in the day and he had gotten saved and um and that was attractive to me because once again hip-hop i'm like wait a minute one of them brothers then got okay what's this concert now i'm ended up in the man's ministry the the youth ministry because i had a girlfriend that was attending the church and i wanted to get closer to her i wanted to get closer to her so i'm up in there you know what I'm oh, can't wait till he say uh Amen and dismiss. You know what I mean? You know, I'm about to test every level of faith. You know what I mean? I'm gonna throw this hip hop on, then I'm gonna throw my hand over there. Come on, somebody, let's be real. Yeah. That's where I was. You yeah. know, I was struggling in those areas, but I did love God. I mm -hmm. did. Truthfully, I did. I just didn't know how to love him and I didn't know how to give him my all. I was struggling with that. And so I mean, I ended up at this concert chasing after this girl and they're chasing after this music. I'm thinking since he's saved now and he's already in the industry, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go up to him. I'm going to blow his mind with the the, the, the most, just, I mean, I'm talking about the best bars he ever heard <laughs> from a young man. I'm going to kill it right there in front of him. He's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to start a label and you're going to be my number one, one star. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Then I'm going to be, then I'm, look, this was in my head, y'all. I, I just got to so be he honest. Plan. He had to plan. I had to plan. Mapped out. <laughs> now we about to be the, the tightest Christian hip hop, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to link up with Wu-Tang and Wu-Tang going to be like, bro, you spit so hard and so nice. We want you to lead our Christian division of Wu-Tang. You're going to be the first member. None of this makes sense. None of it makes sense. None of it. Zero. Oh, Zero sense. But that's where I was. And yeah. it went, went, once again, you need you need guidance. Right. <laughs> you right. Know what I'm saying it was that renewing you, of the mind. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah. So I challenged Pastor Ricky, um, which is our pastor. Now I challenged him on this ride to this place uh with something that he had said about scripture. And I was like, wait a minute, that ain't right. And I and I came for him, you know. And the way that he corrected me was the first thing that was attractive to me because he didn't just let it slide like, oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to put him on the spot, yeah. you know, but he didn't just jump on me yeah. and, and make beat me look down, bad, yeah. beat me down. Yeah, right. Yeah. He was so smooth and how he corrected me. He made me have to think about mm. what I was like, wait a minute. Do I have it right? <laughs> Cause he was so smooth in the way he did it. Like he didn't make a scene, but it was a scene because now the ball it's like, he like tennis. He was like, <laughs> now let me see what you Would do you with know, that. Yeah. God, I ain't never seen no <laughs> shot like that before. I, do I run up to it? Do I, you know, I don't know how to, yeah. oh man. So now he got my mind yeah. and he got me thinking, man. And before I know it, man, I had forgot about my girlfriend. <laughs> I was right there beside Pastor Ricky that whole time. Like, bro, so what about this right here? Let me hear what you got to say about that. Because my mind was going like, wait a minute. 
I, I might not know everything I thought I knew. Right. And then from there, God used him to really help bring other people and other things into my life. And then God brought other other ministers, other brothers into my life too, and sisters that really helped me, that mm -hmm. really helped elevate my mindset. But hip hop had me in a bad place, y'all. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, it had me in a bad way because that music, as much as we may love it, man, if it's not rooted in the in the things of God, if it doesn't come from the creator, and I'm talking about directly from him and message and all, it's dangerous. Yes, sir. It's very dangerous to us. And you have to be careful because you cannot maintain it. See, I thought I could. Mm -hmm. I thought I could still listen to Pac and all them on a regular basis. Not know well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, throw back real quick. Like, yeah, no, I'm talking cheap, about- cheat Yeah, there, look, yeah <laughs> no, I'm talking about on a regular basis. <laughs> I was pumping it and thinking that I could juggle that and still be saved and, and it not um, activate certain things in my flesh and awaken certain things in my flesh and then guide my thoughts in certain things. You know, I'm, I'm talking about y'all, lust had me so bad, I would wake up in the middle of the night when I was living by myself and trying to be saved. And I would call somebody in the middle of the night and I would drive like two hours in the middle of the night, you know what I mean? And guess what I was pumping on the way? How do you want it? How does it feel? You know what I'm saying? Pock and, them, Pock and Jodeci, just all in my ear, like, yeah, bro, yeah, bro. Ah, yeah, man, let's go get, let's go do this, bro. You know what I'm saying? Nah, Jesus, we gonna, we gonna hook up after that conviction hit yeah, me when I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm gonna cry all the yeah. way back home. <laughs> Just talk, just all crazy, all just crazy. Throwed off, just throw it off, just, man. Yeah, it's Be just it, it. Go back to what you said earlier about that clashing, because it's gonna come up to a point. That's just like you know when the Bible talks about the spirit and the flesh being, at, you know, at, at war, war, right? So hip hop is is carnal, it's fleshy. Like he said, the lust, the pride in it, the I mean, it's a lot of unrighteousness and sin packed into it. Facts. And then like he's he was saying earlier, you know, these people, this these people's experiences, it's their thoughts, their opinions, but also they influenced by demonic wisdom. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. So like it yeah. ain't it's no limit to where it can go. Oh my god. So and uh just for me, and yeah, I yo that experience you that that I love that example you gave but for me my uh my biggest experience was I had a little cousin man he was five years younger than me and uh I'm trying to make it short because it's you know I could get to the long version but man, basically listen, roll with it bro but basically I was like his big brother his mentor right mm -hmm. so I went to the army he was still in middle school maybe so you know I would come home periodically you know we kick it hang together all the time. Mm -hmm. So he ended up getting in some trouble. And um I, yeah, he 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 goes to juvenile and then he got out. So but while he was there, so supposedly he joined the Crips. Mm. So I'm like, that don't sound right. Ain't no I ain't I don't know of no Crips in North Carolina and all that by at this time and all that. But um so he he's supposedly a Crip now. So he out there, you know, he doing this little thing. Uh, but like when he around me, he ain't claiming this. He ain't saying none of that. Cause right. you know, we didn't grow up like that. He know better than that. Um, so it got to a point to where like him and this other guy, this uh, now this is the craziest part. This is one of the things that woke me up about hip hop. It was a dude that they was dude, this dude, he lived in Shelby where he used to in Lundell. I mean, that's basically Shelby. Shelby but yeah. uh this they was telling this guy he looked like Lil Wayne. Right. Mm. So so he gets this in his mind. He looked like Lil Wayne so much. He wants to be Lil Wayne. He got the same tattoos. <laughs> got the same tattoos. Everything Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. To grow his hair out like Lil Wayne 2.0. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, but basically. Lil Lil Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> he got two look. He got two looks. Double Lil Wayne. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but you know, Lil Wayne was claiming blood power yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. So. Of course, he wants to be claiming blood power. So, so they got into a little feud about so because it's supposed to be a right, crip. Right. He claiming blood. So eventually, they get into it. Uh, my cousin's girlfriend lived up there near hit the guy. So uh, they get into it at a party or something. They got to a fight. So my cousin, they say my cousin got the best of them. Apparently, he did because what happened afterwards? The dude's brother 
come back, he killed my cousin. Jeez. I mean, shot him that like emptied the whole magazine out on. Jesus. And um, that was at that time, you know, I was going to church like on and off. I wasn't really interested in God though, really. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know how we, we used to be. Like yeah, I'm yeah. I'm in there, but I'm not there. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. And like I was saying earlier, the commitment, the commitment wasn't there. Mm -hmm. You know, I done been up to the altar and all that. No, mm -hmm. I'm several times. Perm had taken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up there several times, wanting to get baptized again, and that that one wearing off, man. I, ain't, I don't know what's going on. That one ain't working. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so like once he died, that like really God was yeah. like that. He got my attention. Yeah. So, but yeah. I got back into church. This was like this was 2010. So I got back to going to church consistently, but still I wasn't committed yet. Yeah. So, but one of the things in that process, he started showing me about that music. Mm. So I'm like, dang, man, you know, I looked at Lil Wayne a lot differently than, cause I was like, you know, he got all this influence mm -hmm. and he's saying this and saying that, like it's kids that want to be like him. So that's why when people say, oh, it's just entertainment, nah, I, I can't bro. accept that. It's you know too what I'm much saying? blood out right, there. Right, it's too many people that got killed. Yeah. You got gang culture behind, you got Chicago drill music, you got, man, it's so much. Even now, like, look, him was raunchy. Man, but she now, got nothing on sexy yeah, red they make and all them. like a pastor's wife. Man, These girls, uh, they, cinnamon spice, man. whatever her name is. <laughs> These yeah, girls. They, yeah, they make her look like a first lady, man. man I like, whooped my daughter one time. She was like, what's that for? I said, I'm sorry, honey. I just saw a clip of something. You ain't going to never do that ever. <laughs> nah, I, didn't, I didn't take it that far. But seriously, <laughs> but yeah, it, but yeah, seriously. it really make you like, whoa. Yeah, it's like, it's just to a point. That's why I'm like, it's not entertainment, man. No, it's, it's way beyond it's that. It's way beyond that. But, but yeah, like I was saying, though, but like he showed me you know, the unrighteousness and all this stuff. And man, that one Bizzle song, when he say, uh, he say, um, what'd he say? He say, oh, he say your favorite rapper say he a clapper, a ninja for nothing. And you was dabbing to it before it happened to your cousin. Oh, oh my God. Oh man. my God, that's exactly like, how real. I felt. That's it's, exactly how I felt. It's real until it's real. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, right. And you like, wait a minute, hold on. Like, dang. And that's, look, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about your soul salvation. Right. Like all this stuff that we saying, oh, man, why are these dudes going out hard? These girls are going hard about this Christian thing, this kingdom thing. Because it's real until it's real. Mm -hmm. And it's souls, man. It's, your it's, soul it's is life. at stake. <laughs> it's life your life and your soul. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, man, I, and it got to be the enemy, though. Like, the people so blinded that they'll argue with you. Oh, this is, this is entertainment. They just, you know, they just, they making their money. They, they living <laughs> their truth and all this and that. People dying. Dying out <laughs> People here. dying over this stuff. For real. Like, seriously. seriously. Kids, teenagers, like babies are dying because of the influence of hip hop. And so like, man, what I would say, man, really, if you if you really say you're a believer, I would say look deep and hard into them scriptures. And, and if you got hip hop, you know, that you listen to or whatever, like we said earlier, though, not all of it. Like you got some conscious rappers, you got some people that rap positive stuff mm -hmm. but but even so in that they still can inject ungodly ideas that's on right you. so just because it's good don't mean it, that it's god godly that's right, right. so that's right but just be careful but if i i would say just do what you can to leave the hip-hop alone like far as the you know the i don't even know half of them man but you know the they ones i there. see the ones i see pop up on social media yep. kodak blacks yeah. and then NBA young boy, they don't all they do is talk about guns and drugs and and half of them look like zombies, like <laughs> because all they own something. Because you <laughs> like, gotta be right. You're, the influence of the enemy takes you down those roads. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's what will have a, a an artist doing lap dances on the devil. devil and right. I definitely hope that the young man is trans, trans if, if he have really truly had a a, a real God experience and changed his life, he won't mind me saying that. Because he'll understand, he'll be like, no, you're exactly right. Mm -hmm. It will take you to a place that's just stupid. It don't make any sense. Because the enemy is wanting to make us look bad, not just get us. That's not good enough. His opportunity is over with, done, finito. He don't have an opportunity 
to transition his life. Right. That's over with. So the only thing left for him to do is mess up yours. Right. Yeah. But it's not enough for him to get you. He wants to embarrass God when it comes to his creation. Mm -hmm. So he wants to use you against yourself. That's what God was showing me when he showed me, man, you are using this stuff to poison your own poison your own food mm -hmm. this man said that man last week i boy i about threw everything on stage <laughs> at him because i'm like man that's so good because that's exactly what we do in the world we poison ourselves by the enemy's hand mm -hmm. we can't just say the devil no the devil presented it right. and then you took it and added it to your food. Was oh, that rat poison? Right. How does that taste? You know what? Let me yeah, get a little bit yeah, of that in my yeah. scripture. Say by your own evil desires, like it's it's embedded in you. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be, and we ain't saying it like we above nobody because we still got stuff that we got to be cautious of. That's but right. Hip hop is just something we done overcame, but we still got other stuff. That's right. That we got to deal with. So yeah. And that's truth. That's just facts on top of facts right there. The, uh, we we go ahead and wrap up, man, because we've been going for a little minute. And I almost hate to say that uh, because this has been good for me. Oh, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And prayerfully, it's been good for y'all. And and if nothing else, man, if you're in this situation where you are, you know, just dealing with hip hop, um, you know, or let's say this, anything right, of the arts, yeah. anything of entertainment uh, that is worldly, that that's really just got you. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, just got your mind and your heart in, in, in the wrong place sometimes. Uh, it's a struggle. There are things on television now we ain't got no business consuming, yeah, especially yeah. on a regular basis. I hear people all the time talking that's, about, that's yeah. in the faith talking about, I, I don't you know see, what it is about this show. You see it's that just, show? It just got me. It just got me caught up. You know that's possession, right? And you're willfully like tuning in saying, yeah, let me get some more of that. Mm -hmm. Come on, folks. What we're trying to do is just get you to think. That's what this whole thing is about, the battlefield of the mind, to get mm -hmm. your perspective to change so that you can understand the dangers behind what the enemy is presenting in, in the world when it comes to entertainment. There are good things out there and that we can consume on a regular basis that help sharpen our gifts and talents. It helps sharpen our uh, creativity when it comes to God and his word. It helps uh, create uh, opportunities for us to have certain discussions, mm -hmm. you know, both with God and with other people of God. You know what I'm saying? Um, there is some iron sharpening iron uh, situations out there when it comes to entertainment, mm -hmm. music, uh, you know, um, uh, movie, television. It's just it don't get the same play. Right. Because the enemy is the prince of the air. Right. And the prince right now has the spotlight on the things that promotes his kingdom right. and what he his agenda what he's trying to get done so unless your mindset is right you're going to see it as oh that's not that bad you know i won't get too far into it because we're at the end but i used to tell people all the time man why are we flocking to the theaters and i'm talking about this is when this person first got on the scene and really started getting popular why are we flocking to the theaters as church folk who love God, who say Jesus is the number one thing in our life. And we flock into the theaters to watch a man dress up like a woman yeah. and then blaspheme God. Mm. I mean, he was and, just- And enjoying it. And enjoying it, <laughs> laughing. <out. laughs> and we was calling it ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was calling it ours. And then, and then like, it's so bad to where like that ain't Tyler Perry dressed up. That's Medea. That's Medea. We yeah, have made a whole nother person. That, yeah, that's, exactly what the enemy wants. Yeah, because the, the enemy did make a whole nother person. That's called demonic possession. That's why you hear people say, "I became somebody else." Mm -hmm. You hear actors saying that the little young man and I and this is a confession. I got so caught up in the show, uh, Snowfall. Mm -hmm. Man, listen, I'm a writer and I got caught up. Just be honest, repent, Lord, turn from. But he showed me something in the midst of it. This young man had an interview who was the lead actor in that thing. He said, I was, I became something else. I mm. became somebody else. Mm. He admitted possession. And I saw it as I'm sitting there watching it. I'm, I'm like, man, that this boy, <laughs> like he got a demon for real. Cause it was, <laughs> it was. <laughs> and y'all, this is, we, we listen, man, I pray that all of them get right. But man, we were claiming Tyler, like we were claiming that stuff. Man, that's a good message. That's a good message. Yeah, you mean just to tell he me? sprinkle a little what? church in there. Not even like real scripture. <laughs> Can you pass enough? me the like, grits yeah, and the rat poison? Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> we gonna sprinkle a little church in here, not, oh, not like real theology or nothing, but we just gonna sprinkle enough little church so you know people I mean? be church folk be interested. Hey man, whatever. come over here, massage <laughs> my back, and stab me in the, at the same time. <laughs> Killing ourselves with this stuff and entertained by it all at the same time. Yeah. And this and and we wonder why homosexuality, why identity crisis, transgenderism, all these different things. And not just that, I mean, I'm talking about um rebellion, I'm talking about lustful uh you know, things of the lust and yeah. and you know, greed, any kind deceit, of sin, yeah, any kind of, of sin. sin yeah. It's infiltrating the church like crazy. We got well-known men of God just sitting up there with craziness playing in the background. Yeah, this what we this what we doing in twenty four. We're gonna take the culture back. No, what? We, we ain't supposed to have. We are the culture, man. Don't get me. We are the culture, fam. Well, we need to take back something. No, bro, we got it. We show up with it with him. Kingdom culture. Right. When you know it, you don't need to throw it, fam. <laughs> it is what it is. We got the power. We show up with it. We don't need nothing else. I don't need to borrow from the world. The world need to borrow from me. That's right. Come on. But when you have that faith and you understand it because he's done the things that he need to do in your heart and you're not chasing after something other than him. You don't have anything elevated up there with him and you don't have that struggle. Or if it is a struggle, it doesn't show because you let God deal with you mm -hmm. before you deal with the masses. Right. Man, get get me off here, bro. <laughs> you could, man. I, I guess we going to wrap this one <sighs> up, man. This a appreciate y'all to the next episode. You Keep it, it kingdom. Man. Always. Uh, join us. This is the first first episode for the new year. 2024. Uh, hopefully y'all enjoyed it and we started it off right. All right, man. Love y'all, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.